The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Folks, my first guest tonight is an Emmy award-winning actor you know from Godless, The Looming Tower, and Dumb and Dumber. He now returns to Broadway as Atticus Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird. Please welcome Jeff Daniels. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Nice to see you again. Nice to be seen. Now, you've, you, we got to get you out of here because you got to do a show. You got to do a show tonight. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. And you're on just where? Where? What? What theater is this at? Schubert Theater. Schubert Theater. Okay. Broadway. So, it's on oh, Broadway. You're on Broadway right now. This yeah. is also on Broadway. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go back. I walk back and I just go, Beatles, Beatles, Beatles. The Beatles were here. It always kills me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah me too. And Elvis. Elvis? Elvis. Yeah. And then Skiles and Henderson and Simon and Schuster and Jackie. Now we're into the comics. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Still in Mira. It's just such a great theater. It really is. Solid. It really is. Now, did you take the, um, did you take the, uh, to get here tonight, did you take the pneumatic tube that joins all Broadway theaters together? <laughs> there is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't been down in that. We put you in the cylinder and then we go, <laughs> <laughs> pop up on stage. Um, as I've said, I've talked to you about this before on the show, but you're the eldest son of, uh, of a, a prosperous uh, Michigan lumberyard owner. What was your dad's advice when, when you wanted to go off and be an actor? Was he thumbs up, thumbs down? Well, they were, he... my mom and dad were very um, supportive of me when I was doing roles like Tevye on Fiddler on the Roof, which, you know, 18. The natural. It's, the natural. it's uh, 18 blonde and not a clue what Jewish was. And um, Happy Hanukkah, by the way. Thank you so much, whatever that means. And, <laughs> but they, they, they knew there was something there. And so uh, he, he let me, they were very supportive, go, and then after years it worked out. And then uh, about 15 years ago, you know, when I was still going, oh, I don't know, I'm trying to get this, trying to get that, he goes, let me tell you something. One day you're going to grow into your face. <laughs> what does that mean? That's, that's, I don't know a lot about acting, but when that happens, look out. Has it happened, do you think? Do you think it's happened? I think it just happened. I, I think Attic Atticus Finch is... How do I top that? How do I... You're playing Atticus Finch on Broadway. Oh, and here you are. I'm thrown into the thing. Here is the face... Here is the face in question right there. Fully grown. Linen suit at all. Pretty lucky. Now, this is, a, this is a new adaptation that Aaron Sorkin did from the novel. From the novel, Correct. Harper Lee's novel, yeah. Right, and, and I understand that he, like, did the adaptation and brought it to you and said, I wrote this for you. Yeah. You wouldn't mind. Yeah. What's that feel like? Because at first he's like, hey, I have something for you, and then you find out it's Atticus Finch. Well, I, you know, I'm just stupid. I, I just said, uh, so I should probably read the book, right? And, uh, you had I, never, I, you had never read. No. To kill a mockingbird. No. Are you, are you we an read American? Lord, are you I an know, American? I know. I know. Citizen. We read Lord of the Flies, and we led, uh, I read uh, Farewell to Arms by Hemingway. It wasn't on the curriculum. It was. It just wasn't. Wow. I know. I wow. Know. And, well, I so when you read it, when you finally became a full-fledged American, I you said, read it. "This is a big part." That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> wow! 
This is like a leading role. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. could have no, played Boo Radley, was, too. You could was, do Boo Radley. I could do Boo Definitely. I, no, it yeah. was just, I mean, first of all, it's Sorkin. And having done Newsroom for three years, we have such a great, uh, thank you, we have such a great rapport. I mean, the creatively, he just writes it, and I just do it, and you know, it just, it's, it's almost we don't talk about it. And so for him to tailor Atticus for me based on the book has just been, it's the, it's the role of a lifetime. The little town you grew up in, Michigan, did they remind you of each other in any way? Yeah, they're both small towns. Uh, Chelsea, Michigan, has got two stoplights, basically. And I'm sure Monroe, Monroeville has two, maybe one. It's very, it's very small. But that whole small town dynamic of that Peyton Place kind of soap opera. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah, everybody Everybody's knows everybody. everybody's business. And then to kind of research it and go back into 1934 Alabama, which, which is... I mean, as, as bad as the racism is now and the divide is now, to see that kind of the presence of the KKK back there and, and all the research I did to try to figure out what does Atticus see when he's standing on his porch. And to, it, it's scary. It's scary how, how serious it was then, still is now. Uh, but that didn't, wasn't necessarily remind me of my hometown. But I remember my dad... He brought in a guy, I remember I was eight or nine years old in my town in Michigan, and I walked in, and there was a guy, um, African-American guy named Herbie Pearson. And he goes, Jeffrey, it's a friend of mine, Herbie Pearson. And that was, and he's going to be a friend of yours, and so is every African-American you're going to ever see. And he didn't have to say a word. And Herbie passed away in September, and he's, I got his picture up on my dressing room window, or mirror. It's, it's, that, it's that kind of awareness, you know? That's, so, you know, I mean, there, there, I didn't have to go very far. Uh, my dad passed away, but I, I, I haven't, didn't have to go very far to find an Atticus. And my dad was a lot like Atticus. So was a guy named Frank Johnson, who was a federal judge in Alabama, who I studied the accent and the whole deal. And, and uh, he, was, he could have been Atticus grown up as a federal judge and all of that. So I focused on those two guys and the book, and then you kind of go out there with Sorkin words, Sorkin's words and all the people that are sitting there with the book. Mm-hmm. You know, what about, what go about ahead, the... Go ahead, we're going to put the book down. Hang on. What about the specter of, uh, of Gregory Peck? All due respect, um, the guy won an Oscar for it. And and uh, and deservedly so, and he's iconic to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And was that daunting at all? Did you say to Sorkin like, "Well, wait, the, there's already a performance of no, <laughs> no." <laughs> See me shake, bring it, Peck. Is that what it was? Good for you. No, look, it's you have to. You can't go out there and go. Gee, I hope they kind of see Gregory. No, you you gotta you want. It, he either gave the definitive performance, mm-hmm. which is you can't imagine anybody else in the role, or he's the only guy who got to do it. Oh, I choose the second. I like that. That's nice. I have to. Of I have course. to. How many Broadway shows is this for you now? Five or six. Or six, who knows, who cares? I don't know. I don't really? Know. I, I, will there ever be another one? I don't know. I mean, what do I do after this? this what do I do? You tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm Ted Williams in the ninth inning, and I hopefully hit a home run. I'm in it for a year. I'm in this thing for a year. A year? Eight shows a week. How many shows a week do you do? 
He does a lot. He do he does he does a lot of shows. I do 202 shows a year. That's a lot of shows. Okay, and do you write a new play every night? <laughs> Are you, I'm, I'm gonna tonight. You're gonna. I'm you're gonna go out there and ad lib. You're a consummate professional. Yeah. Have you ever broken character on on stage? You ever like I? You failed as a professional. Because <laughs> you have to stay in character. Yes. You have to stay in character. That's the first yes. job. Yes, I did a play off Broadway, Three Sisters. It's a Chekhov play. Sure. It was written by Anton Chekhov. It was written in 1900. I play Andre the son, who you know is troubled. And he's got an assistant, an old assistant. And it was an actor they hired by the name of Jerome. I've forgotten his last name. Jerome was 92 years old at the time we did the play in, like, the early 80s. They Jerome, hired Jerome a 92-year-old man? In the early 80s. Was it five performances? Eight shows. <laughs> eight shows a week for Jerome. Okay. And, 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 and uh, Jerome, yeah, he was, it was the early 80s we did the play. Written in 1900, he was 92. He was older than the play. <laughs> so Jerome, he's standing behind me, and of course the thing is Andre enters sobbing. Oh, that's easy. You know, so you're killing your dog. You're doing all the things you have to do to try to get there, you know, and just try, I'm sort of there. And then I hear what is the sound of a truck backfiring behind me. It's Jerome farting. <laughs> He, 92 year old. He's unaware what's going on. I mean, <laughs> it took out the wall. Enter sobbing. <laughs> Get me out of this show. Uh, well, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird opens on Broadway. At the Schubert Theater, December 13th, Jeff Daniels, everybody. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. We'll be dropping classic bits and celebrity interviews seven days a week while the show's away on summer break. The Late Show will be back on September 6th with all new episodes. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. For more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube.